the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. It's a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. You know, it's one of those days that the Chamber of Commerce just absolutely looks outside their windows all around our listening area to the various chambers and say, ah, this is what makes our job here so very, very easy. Hey, welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you along this afternoon. And let me just uh, tell you that we're going to do a little check on the markets right now. Let me flip on over to here and um, tell you that uh, what we had going on in the markets today was, well, just kind of a wait and see. You know why? The Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve is going to have the two-day meeting, and then we're going to find out, are they going to lower rates at all? Question number one. Question number two, will it be 25 basis points, or will it be 50 basis points? And I got to tell you that if you are in the market for a refinance, if you're in the market to purchase a home, now is the time that, uh, well, you might be on a little pins and needles to see what the uh, Federal Reserve is going to do. Because if they go the full 50 basis points, we've had some fluctuations of adjustments in the mortgage market. I think that is going to signal uh, for the rates to slide back down. A good chance of that. And that we'll have an opportunity <coughs> for uh, the decision to go ahead. Now, oil prices have dropped about 5% um, after the historic surge uh, about the attack in Saudi Arabia. And uh, but Saudi Arabia is signaling that they are working on the damage and that they believe that they'll be able to return to normal output levels uh, pretty soon. So uh, we're looking at that and, uh, of course, the whole idea about China trade. So here's what the stock market did today. For those of you especially listening on The Biz this afternoon for the business update, Dow Jones Industrials was up uh, 1.12%. It closed at 27,110.39. That's a slight increase of 33.57 points. The NASDAQ was up. 0.40% to close at 8186.02. That's up uh, 32.47 points. And the S&P 500, the one average that uh, a lot of you look at in terms of your 401k and your retirement programs, that was up uh, 0.26% to close at uh, 3,005.68, and that rose 7.72 points. 
And so that's your market update for this afternoon. And uh, we hope that um, you are still being very cautious, somewhat careful, as you are maneuvering around this day in terms of um, what's going to be happening uh, in the future. Don't want you to lose your investments. Well, let's talk about today's show real quick. The Florida Senate yesterday took up, well, the topic of mass killings, guns, and health care. And that was on the very first day of committee meetings. Now, that means that the Florida Senate has jumped right into uh, the question that has to do with uh, uh, these topics that are in the headlines. Uh, The uh, Florida House of Representatives is not uh, doing any such thing as far as the swiftness of uh, uh, jumping into these issues. We'll talk about the implications for that and more. This is the first week of committee meetings in Tallahassee that uh, I am watching and I am monitoring very, very close. Uh, For those of you new to our program, uh, I'm also president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. And uh, you'll find that uh, as a new listener, if you will uh, ride with us and hang with us in the months to come, I'll be broadcasting live from the state capitol in Tallahassee as I am doing uh, my duties there on behalf of the the, uh, Ethics Commission. And uh, one of the organizations we represent have done so for over two decades is the Florida Baptist uh, State Convention, which is uh, in cooperation with the Southern Baptist Convention. So we've got uh, about 3,000 churches across the state, about a million Florida Baptists that I represent in my role there. And uh, we kind of match that with what we do here uh, with uh, the Daily Brief, the Bill Bunkley Show. And what I mean by that is we'll uh, sometimes uh, in Tallahassee, we'll actually bring you a committee meeting and let you listen in on the deliberations. There's other things that we do as the session uh, gets underway. And uh, we're, in fact, we're in a uh, rebuilding uh, segment. I hope uh, in the next couple of days I can tell you to go look at the new revised uh, website for the Florida, Re- Florida Ethics, Religious Liberty Commission. It's going to have some tools there for you to not only look up your legislator if you want to get involved. And we'll tell you on the radio show, hey, if you want to. Uh, support this bill, contact this committee and their members if you want to oppose this. And there's a lot of times where I need your help. But we're going to give you a one-stop opportunity not only to see the bills that we're monitoring, uh, easy to communicate with your legislators, but we are uh, putting together uh, what's known as RSS feeds. And uh, a couple of those feeds are going to include Baptist Press, uh, CBN News, and so uh, if you want to have a um, conservative, and for those of us that are Christ followers, a uh, Christian worldview um, uh, tool, if you will, a resource uh, in following the Florida legislature, we'll be uh, bringing that to you pretty soon. So this is the first week of committee meetings. Now, normally during this week, it is just organizational. It's just kind of getting together. It's the committee chair sort of mapping out what they're going to do. So it's general discussions. That's why this very serious conversation yesterday uh, about the Senate that has made the headlines here lately, the Florida Senate, about uh, their agenda and taking up uh, these topics is going to be something that we're going to be talking about. Then today we've got uh, Dr. Paul Arnold's going to be with us. And uh, for you guys, well, probably for you gals as well, uh, you don't want to miss that because we're going to be talking about a new outpatient option 
for prostate cancer. It's called Focused Ultrasound. And uh, if you or someone you know um, is, um, is challenged in this area, you want to hear that interview coming up this hour. I think it's going to be uh, very informative indeed. And then we're going to talk to a very unique ministry, uh, and it's called Helping Hands. And Dan Baker is going to be with me here today because they have put together a very uh, strategic, uh, a very uh, structured and a, and a very important resource. It's uh, it's uh, it's one, one, they're they're helping in many ways in terms of charitable giving, and uh, they've got different divisions that do different things. But one of those divisions is called Provision Bridge, and again, it's uh, through the Helping Hands organization. And Dan Baker is going to be talking to me about how they will assist you if you're a business owner on how to set up and for them to be able to work with you to set up a, a charitable giving uh, umbrella, if you will. And uh, that way, if, uh, well, you may have an employee that has a, an illness. For instance, remember when I was, some of you will remember when I was first diagnosed uh, with my cancer back in um, uh, February, March of last year. Our general manager, uh, Bob Barb Yoder, uh, very soon after that, um, was diagnosed with her cancer. And then Tammy Bancroft, our HR individual here, and we've got another uh, beloved employee here that's uh, going through some diagnostic uh, things and, and her health challenges. Well, this will give an opportunity for an organization or a corporation to uh, give the option of setting some money aside in, in a kitty, if you will, and then that way, when there's time for a warranted charitable gift, charitable gift uh, you, you, they work with individuals, both individuals receiving a gift and individuals who may want to um, invest in a gift uh, with all of the tax laws, the charitable laws, uh, all the things. They are experts in that area, and they, they will work to put all three of those components together uh, in a workable strategy. So uh, we'll be talking about that uh, this afternoon today. And as always, I want to remind you that our phone lines are open here at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And we're also streaming live right now all across Florida and all across the state of Florida, excuse me, all across the United States of America, coast to coast, because we're on the Internet right now. And so if you have a brother, sister, mom or dad, friend, anywhere around Florida, anywhere around the country, and uh, they are interested in some conservative um, and socially conservative uh, views on the issues of, of today, uh, or uh, those of a Christian worldview, hey, invite them to listen in. Take a test drive of the Bill Bunkley Show here. Glad to have you. And to do that, it's very simple. Go to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Well, as we look at the major issue of the day, just a quick update that uh, it's looking more and more that the investigation done by Saudi Arabia is definitely pointing to Iranian weapons were used in the oil field attacks. And I think the main weapon, we've looked at the fact that, uh, you know, um, 
you know, you've got uh, rockets, you've got all sorts of things. But we know there were a number of cruise missiles. Now, cruise missiles are uh, a long way uh, afar from uh, some uh, Hutu that has a rocket-propelled uh, grenade launcher on their shoulder, and uh, they're hanging out, you know, near some of those narrow straits and passages uh, in the Persian Gulf where they'll try and uh, put a hole in a ship or uh, maybe do a shoulder-fire weapon and try and bring down an aircraft. No, we're talking about cruise missiles. Now, I have not heard whether they came out of Iraq or Iran. We definitely know they came out of the north. And from where they impacted the Saudi oil field uh, complex, they didn't give us a compass heading. So I don't know if they gave me a compass heading, told me what degrees uh, the rockets were coming in from, then we could probably have an idea, hey, was it Iraq? And to give you an idea, if, if it was more toward due north, then uh, with the relationship that Iran has with Iraq, because you know they want to build that land bridge all the way to the Mediterranean. They've got control in Iraq. Um, they they want to have control in Syria. Uh, they want to have control in Lebanon. That's because their their puppet group, uh, Hezbollah, uh, the terrorists to, to, the, to the north of Israel, uh, they are certainly uh, in cooperation with Iran, as is all those countries in the region. And uh, so, as as we're we're looking at this, if it's if they came out of the more of the due north, it could be a launch complex somewhere in Iraq, uh, or if it's more to the northeast. And if you look at a map of the region, you'll see that's where uh, Iran comes into play with its relationship uh, to. Um, the uh, impacted area in Saudi Arabia. So I can tell you that uh, we're going to be, um, our State Department, uh, Mike Pompeo, is um, going to be uh, in these meetings with the Saudis uh, to figure out where we're at and what cooperation they can give. There's conversations happening with uh, some of the allied nations uh, and at the United Nations. So in a day or two, we'll be able to report more. Now, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We'll talk about the Florida Senate next on The Real Bunkley Show. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. 
We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Buckley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, as I mentioned earlier, the Florida Senate is now underway in Tallahassee with uh, uh, committee meetings this week. And I want to talk a little bit about what was happening in one Senate committee. Now, normally, as I mentioned, this is a time where usually... It's kind of the first week. Everybody's getting back to Tallahassee, kind of renewing relationships, having a chance to kind of go around and and uh, give the committee chairman a chance to do a little reorganization. Some of the committees have changed, uh, those type of things. And so, but it's very interesting that um, a few weeks ago, the Senate President Bill Galvano um, told the press that they were going to be taking the issue of the mass violence, the mass killings, and they're going to be dealing with that uh, straight away very quickly, right? Well, um, that isn't necessarily the opinion of the Florida House. So today, or yesterday, when they had the very first day of committee meetings, it was interested that there was one committee uh, in the Florida Senate that uh, started doing some serious business. Now, many of you know, especially in our area, um, a, a senator by the name of Tom Lee. He represents uh, Eastern Hillsborough County, and I can't recall right off the bat if a uh, little, I think a little part of that goes into Polk County, possibly even Pasco County, not sure, but uh, he is also a former president of the Florida Senate. Now, uh, this year, he is um, the chairman of of a Florida Senate. This is Florida, Tallahassee. This isn't the U.S. Capitol. But he is uh, chairman of the Florida Senate Committee uh, for Infrastructure and Security. And so they met yesterday. Now, ever since uh, President Galvano of the Florida Senate, and for the folks in Bradenton, Sarasota, you know him very well, the fact that he was proactive in talking to the press that they were going to take up this issue of mass killings and they were going to talk about guns, well, the press has been uh, very eager to write stories about hmm, what will happen and maybe the Republicans are, are, are changing their philosophy and some of the positions they've taken on guns. And so 
Well, they got to the Florida Senate yesterday, and they're certainly going to be dealing with various aspects. But those who were uh, wanting to see some sort of groundswell that uh, we're going to have a whole lot of new gun regulations, well, don't hold your breath, because if you do, uh, they're going to ask you if you're the, the, the blue boy or the blue girl, because you're going to be turning blue if you hold your breath waiting on this one to happen. Now, what has been mentioned is this committee is going to deal with white nationalism, guns, the state's red flag law, and mental health. All of those are going to get attention in this committee. Now, they had various experts yesterday. We monitored that uh, committee. And um, the funny thing is, is that uh, the idea is what can we, this is their question. This is Tom Lee's question. What can we do to curtail this type of violent activity in the future? Well, some would say, you know, Beto would say, we're going to come to your house and take all of your AR rifles. And we're going to pay you for them. So we're going to collect all the guns. We're going to do this, going to do that. Uh, but, you know, the one thing that they don't want to hit on is the reason we're having the problem, and that is the condition of the human heart. And the large numbers of people in America today, by virtue of uh, what they have been doing with their lives, and these, a, lot of these people, a lot of these folks are young kids, uh, where have they been spending their lives? What have they been watching? What have they been doing? And what has gone into their worldview that they want to hurt, maim, and kill innocent people? Well, if you listen to this program, you know that uh, uh, it ain't the guns. It ain't the knives. It's not the baseball bat. It's, it's wherever this person is in their mental health. So... When it got to the question of guns, uh, Senator Lee asked the following question, sort of paraphrasing it, to the committee. He said, well, so what do you what do you folks think? Do you think that Florida has too many gun laws? Now, I'll just tell you this part of it. The Republican members on his committee, this is the Infrastructure and Security Committee, Not one Republican said a word. Crickets. Silence. Now, understand what that means. First of all, next year is what class? It's a what? Oh, that's right. It's an election year. Now, for those of you veteran watchers of the Florida legislature, as well as the United States Congress, you know that politics is the driver of most of, of most things that uh, those bodies will deal with. So here we have an election year, and oh by the way, Florida has been predicted by some sources to be the most important state that will decide whether President Donald Trump will be reelected. Now, if you're a Republican in Florida, either our Governor Ron DeSantis or our Republican leader of the Florida House, Jose Oliva, and I I guess when you come down to it, uh, even the Senate President Bill Galvano, also Republican, I I would not think they're going to be going out of their way, if you understand what I'm saying, 
to be doing anything that's going to hamper the conservative or the right of center vote in Florida, especially with gun owners. So when you heard the crickets yesterday, guess what? That's a very clear indication that when it's all said and done, and by the way, the uh, Florida the legislative session starts on either January 16th or 18th. I can't remember. It's it's, it's the January February 1st of March session that happens every other year. So we're going to have an early session, gets them out in March, so everybody can go campaign. But um, I'll make one of my predictions right now, and, and that is this Republican Republican led legislature. Uh, notwithstanding all the awful things we're trying to get a handle on in, in this area of uh, people who um, have these mental issues, you're not going to see this Republican-led legislature uh, pass any gun-restricting bills next year. As they say, it just ain't going to happen. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, let me ask you a question. Would you like to set up your business for charitable giving, both to organizations and employees in need? Well, my next guest, Dan Baker with Helping Hands, is going to talk about how they connect contributors, businesses, and ministries and individuals through something they call the Provision Bridge. That's coming up next. I'm Bill Bunkley. Thanks for being part of our program. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Former Trump campaign manager Corey Lewandowski says President Trump asked him to urge then-Attorney General Jeff Sessions not to recuse himself from the Russia probe. But Lewandowski never delivered the message. The testimony came at a House hearing into possible obstruction of justice by the president. Saudi Arabia's energy minister says 50% of the production cut by last weekend's attack on its oil processing plant has now been restored. President Trump doesn't think the U.S. will need to tap into the strategic oil reserves following that attack on Saudi Arabia's oil industry. A Chinese envoy will be heading to Washington on Wednesday to prepare for trade negotiations that are now set for October. Stocks finished higher. The Dow had 34 points. The Nasdaq picked up 33, and the S&P gained 8. This is SRN News. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI U.S. New Look 52 weeks 714.19 by UPC MLBO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats, and worse, my constant fatigue, I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen-free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back. And those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. 
This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. In the ongoing mashup of the tragic and the trifling that is the modern news cycle, one crucial story is getting far too little attention, and that's President Trump's effort to revive the U.S. nuclear power industry. The nuclear power cycle is vital to our nation in terms of the power that nuclear energy can provide, without which there is no hope for significant reductions in carbon output, and the security guaranteed by our nuclear weapons. Yet both are imperiled by neglect. President Trump is moving to decisively change that. In July, he issued a memo demanding, quote, a comprehensive review of the entire domestic nuclear supply chain. If people are serious about the significant slowing of carbon emissions, serious about nuclear deterrence, and serious about national security in every dimension, they should be for nuclear. In the president's July memo, he set a deadline of 90 days for recommendations from the team entrusted with these crucial decisions. That deadline is approaching fast. The time to pay attention is now. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's Aqua Powders with a Z, available at Amazon. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interaction. It's important that we help our children set boundaries, to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation, and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines open, 877-943-9673. Well, let me ask you a question. You have an employee that uh, ends up having a serious injury. You have an opportunity to maybe take part in the relief effort in the Bahamas for those who have been stricken by the hurricane. All sorts of opportunities that will come our way to be able to reach out and to help others. And uh, I just want to tell you that uh, one of the ways that you can do that is something that my next guest is very, very, very well versed. Uh, he is uh, Daniel Dan Baker, and he's the executive director for uh, Helping Hands. And he is with us this afternoon to tell you how you can set up uh, an interesting program with your business and you as an individual uh, who may want to uh, set up a, a very regular planned giving for you to uh, focus your charitable giving in certain areas. Well, Dan can help you with all of that. And, Dan, we're glad to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, thank you, Bill. It's great to be with you. Tell us a little bit about the origins of your organization, because uh, it just seems like the Lord has just been putting things together for you. Indeed, he has. And uh, as we go back to the book of Genesis in regards to Helping Hands, it was really started by the same founders of the National Christian Foundation, which were Terry Parker, Ron Blue, and Larry Burkett, a bunch of uh, God-centered business uh, business owners and, and advisors there in the Atlanta market. 
And uh, about 10 years into their run, they realized that there was a lot of uh, requests to aid people in need, not just store money for future giving. And so uh, Terry created the Helping Hands Family of Organizations. Originally, it was just Helping Hands Ministries. And we, we were to come alongside the NCF donors to help, uh, you know, individuals in times of medical crisis or financial hardship. And uh, just through a natural organic growth over, over that 30 years period of time, uh, we've now grown that to 13 organizations, and we service families, foundations, and companies all across America. So as you've put this ministry together, you've learned a lot about, uh, first of all, there's some laws on the federal level and some state laws that uh, when you're going to get into uh, really, uh, let me say, more than giving, you know, $25 to, which is very important to the Salvation Army or Florida Baptist Disaster Relief, but when you're a, a corporation or you are an individual that's been blessed and, and you're dealing in the in the higher dollar amounts, how important is it to know how to structure, know how to move those funds in this situation? Yeah, absolutely. It's really uh, important. And as we see every day, you'll see on Facebook and Twitter and all this, all these GoFundMe campaigns that people are doing nowadays because it's the trend. The challenge with GoFundMe in a situation like that is that those are all self-sponsored. You could go on there and create a project for yourself to go on a cruise. Uh, there's no vetting or third-party uh, interaction in the sense of due diligence and, and responsibility. Uh, so uh, what Terry did many years ago is he basically worked with the Internal Revenue Service to figure out what the criteria would need to be, and we've put together a due diligence process internally within both Helping Hands Charitable and Helping Hands Ministries by which you can sponsor a call to person, uh, another charity, whatever, and we will then take that upon ourselves to do the due diligence. We'll, we'll look into all the records to see if it's official. If it's an individual, we'll actually call the individual. Re- we request uh, tax returns and paycheck stubs and proof of the illness from the doctor's letter. Those kind of things to provide that third-party oversight that the Internal Revenue Service loves to see. And then once we have that project established, we then come back to the donors people who nominated that and put it out into the public purveyance to uh, receive tax-deductible dollars towards that project. And because we've done that due diligence, that money flows through to that need without um, a tax consequence to the recipient because it's been proven that there's a hardship. Now, let me ask you a question, Dan Baker. How much time could you save an HR department or a business uh, by coming in, organizing this, and running this program, how much do you save them in time and resources by not having to figure it out themselves? <laughs> Tons. This is about 12 years of um, trial and error, working with government authorities, working with companies, large sponsors, to basically work out a system where we can take the original premise of a donor sponsoring an individual need and turn that into a corporate-sponsored program whereby we actually store dollars that are, that are donated by the company as well as through payroll deduction from their employees, and we store that in a donor-advised uh, environment just like, say, a person would have at NCF. We create these donor-advised structures for the company, and then uh, we help them create – 
through the process that we've been working on for over 12 years. We help them create the bylaws, all of the underlying conforming legal uh, support documents, and then they have to create a committee inside with, with just, say, three to five people is the norm. And we usually recommend, Bill, that that actually be comprised of individuals outside of the executive team and outside of the human resources team. And what that does is it really creates a nice, balanced team that has this um, community involvement feel on the, on the um, side of the, uh, the workers and the employees. Uh, and, and then through our process, there's now an established grant application process by which an employee can apply for a grant. Uh, and then because the bylaws have already been determined, we then determine as a, as a third-party uh, entity that it conforms or doesn't conform to the bylaws. If it conforms to the bylaws, then we approve the grant and we pay the funds outside of the, the, um, the fund that we've created in the donor advice fund. Uh, and this is something that they can contribute to on a, like I said, a weekly payroll deduction. Um, and uh, people will, it just builds a great feeling of community. Um, and that's really what we see is it's a cultural shift within the company. Uh, they can also include vendors. They can include, uh, say, that small little, uh, you know, food pantry down the corner uh, that's feeding homeless people outside of their office. Those kind of things. So we love to see that involvement where they include their vendors and perhaps another charity or two in their local area. Really takes the burden off the HR people. All they have to do is kind of the early onset pieces, which is help us develop the bylaws and the team, and the rest is the rest is us. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the voice of Dan Baker, who's the Executive Director of Helping Hands. If you're by your home or office PC, go right now to hhmin.org. That's hhmin.org if you'd like to uh, take a little test drive and see uh, a little bit more of uh, the big picture than we can cover in just a short period of time. So let's talk a little bit about some of the services. Um, What are some of the things in in the past and you're open to in the future that – if uh, individual corporation is involved with helping hands, what are some of the services or the situations that you get involved with? Sure. Um, so we come across uh, the situations where we can use the corporate assistance program, which is the structure we're talking about, where we can set that internally uh, for a long-term plan of, of culture development and generosity within a workplace. We also help employers who come across situations with natural disaster. I'll give you a great example. Um, Last year when the storm hit Houston, Texas, uh, we were uh, contacted by an employer out of the Minnesota area who had 75 locations uh, in the general Houston area. And we were able to um, put approximately a million dollars to work for them to help uh, employees, number one, uh, for lost pay, uh, cars that were destroyed, homes that were destroyed, just, just as an expression from the employer to say to their team, hey, look, we've got your back. Um, there's a company, there's an organization here that's going to take care of you. Uh, and that was that is an ongoing relationship to this day. Uh, the storm is now, what, nearly two years have passed us, and that relationship still goes today. And every time there's a storm on, on one of the coasts, that company reaches out to us. And any time there's a problem with some of their employees being involved, uh, we're able to help them out. 
Uh, we've also done that for C12. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with C12 as an organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the storms went up North Carolina's coast last year, uh, one of the C12 uh, executive directors reached out to us, and we were able to facilitate some financial aid to um, some owners of companies and staffs of companies out there that were affected by the storms. So it's really versatile what we can do. It, it's one of those fun exercises, uh, Bill, where people can just call us with an idea, and we'll vet it and say, look, that fits, that conforms, it doesn't conform, we can do it or we can't do it. Uh, it's, a, it's a really creative process. Uh, we just want to see people helped. We want to see expressions of generosity out in the in the marketplace, as well as just in families and creating those uh, those legacies of generosity. So we, we try to be as flexible as we can within the guidelines and the parameters set forth by the regulatory bodies. Well, let's go ahead and, uh, and I'll uh, get this number out again. Tell us the best number if someone is hearing this interview and would like to give you a call, maybe have a cup of coffee to talk about this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to be bold here and give you my cell phone number because that's what I live on. Well, I'll let so, you give uh, it. I wasn't about to give out your cell phone number, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I have unlimited data. That's so, okay. Uh, I, Better I, I am, you uh, than me, am, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm 100% open to conversations, cups of coffee, lunches, whatever they want to do. It's a 941 462 6034 is my direct cell line. Uh, feel free to reach out with any questions about generosity in the workplace or for your own personal family. And again, that's 941-462-6034, 941-462-6034. I'll give that out again. And the website again is the letters org. That's org. One final question. I just got about, about a minute left. You know, um, People may be hearing about you for the first time, and uh, I was surprised because uh, you didn't get started yesterday, the day before, last year, two years, not even 10 years ago. Tell our audience just how long you guys have been out there doing this ministry. So uh, in in its original genesis, it was called something else. We actually celebrated 21 years this year as the name Helping Hands. But I was talking to Terry, our founder, and we, we actually are at about 35 years total, um, and, it, and it had changed names two other times. And the reason they did that is because they didn't know it was going to grow to the to the point that it has grown. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of a ancillary thing that they decided to start, and we never, we never advertised, we never marketed. I think we had a phone number for all these years. Uh, several years ago, we put up the website, and we're actually in the process of redoing those. But outside of that, we've never marketed. Uh, God has just provided um, referral business in a really viral and communal way, and the people that need to get a hold of us get a hold of us. Um, you know, it's just once you've helped a family, they kind of remember who you are. And now that you know we're 30 years in, we've helped so many families that the phone just keeps ringing. Well, let's ring that phone. We're all out of time right now. But uh, to give uh, uh, Dan a call, that's Dan Baker, Executive Director of Helping Hands. That number is 941-462-6034. That's 941-462-6034. And the website is hhmin.org. That's hhmin.org. 
hey, check it out. Got a business. You want to make sure you're making the right decisions with investments. They'll take care of you. Dan Baker, we got to go, but good talking to you, my friend, and I wish you Thank all you so the blessings much. going forward. And you as well. Thank you. Take care. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. What if all the kids in Florida's foster care system had to wait no more? Pastors, church, and community leaders, don't miss the free Wait No More Luncheon, Wednesday, September 25th at Armature Works, with Focus on the Family President, Jim Daly. Jim will unveil plans for a special statewide event next March to move the church to take the lead in foster care, adopting from foster care, and supporting those that do. Pastors, church, and community leaders, you're invited to Focus on the Family's free Wait No More Luncheon with Jim Daly. Details at letstalkfaith.com. Do you feel overwhelmed by all the new health trends and fads? What if you could sort through all the noise and get to the simple, timeless truth about real health? Imagine what it would feel like to live your best life because you knew how to work with your body and not against it. I'm Dr. Raul Serrano, and I've worked with Olympians, professional athletes, business leaders, moms and dads, and I've seen thousands of patients in the Bay Area transform their health. I'm now sharing how they were able to re-energize and renew their lives in my best-selling book, The 14-Day Reboot. This is not another diet or nutrition book. You won't find fluff or fillers, just a simple and proven system that works. The 14-Day Reboot is easy to read, and in the book, you're going to learn how to rebalance your hormones, detox your body, and get this, lose up to 15 pounds in just two weeks. And although you will lose weight, the book goes beyond weight loss and gives you a framework for a total body transformation. Go to the14dayreboot.com. That's the14reboot.com. All you have to do is pay a small shipping fee, and the book is yours for free. The14dayreboot.com. What if I told you that you could start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days? You'd have every right to be skeptical, especially if you've been disappointed by joint supplements in the past that fail to give you the relief you need. So we're going to prove it to you by sending you a complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, the number one selling joint supplement at GNC. Instaflex is number one at GNC because it can start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days. And right now, we're offering adults a complimentary two-week sample as part of a nationwide giveaway. Call and claim your sample today. 1-800-608-9926. Fast-acting Instaflex is great for your knees, hands, even your hips, and it starts relieving your discomfort in just a few days. Instaflex is available at GNC, Rite Aid Pharmacies, and Vitamin World, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-608-9926. Call now for your two-week Instaflex sample, 1-800-608-9926, 1-800-608-9926. All right, people, let's get to class. Okay, thank you. Hey, Charlie, uh, what's that book you've got there? This, it's my Bible. I don't think you're allowed to have that here. Actually, Mr. Kylie, he can. It's totally legal. Bring Your Bible to School Day is coming up Thursday, October 3rd. It's a day when thousands of students across the country will share God's hope and celebrate their religious freedoms. Focus on the Family is sponsoring this annual event for students. It's a special day when you can do something simple yet powerful by bringing your Bible to school. So students, live your faith. Lead the way. Be an example of Christ's love to those in your school. You have no idea what God is going to do. Learn more by visiting bringyourbible.org. That's bringyourbible.org. Bring your Bible to School Day, Thursday, October 3rd. Bring it. Share it. Live it. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? 
When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood, or an earthquake is destroying buildings, or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. break. Uh, we're back. Got some breaking news this afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley on the Bill Bunkley Show. Want to give you a warning if you're in Polk County at this moment. The Florida Highway Patrol, their troopers are currently investigating a crash that claimed a life uh, in the westbound lanes of State Road 570. The crash happened near mile marker 20 about uh, 15 minutes before we came on the show today at 345. Uh, driver, drivers should expect delays and should seek alternative routes. We don't know any more about that except if you're in Polk County, um, just uh, stay away from those westbound lanes uh, of State Road 570, and our heart goes out to, to those people. Well, how about a feel-good story this afternoon, Jose? We need something that makes you feel good. So let me tell you a little bit about what some folks decided to do over in, um, well, St. Petersburg, you may have seen the last couple of days that we've had a little issue with some dolphins. That's right, bottlenose dolphins who decided to, well, venture a little bit further in some of the canals than, well, they should have uh, ventured. And they have been swimming around in this small area and they weren't leaving. So, courtesy of Bay News 9 uh, and uh, Zornia Roman, they report that uh, the four dolphins that swam into a St. Petersburg canal, at this moment, they're back frolicking in Tampa Bay. And that's because we had some wildlife experts uh, as well as uh, some folks from the Clearwater Marine Aquarium devised a plan to get these dolphins back in the habitat that they need to do. They need to go. Now, keep in mind, there was a bridge involved, and I don't know what it was about the bridge. It's a low bridge like uh, some of the bridges that uh, go into some of the subdivisions and some of these canals around our beautiful area. Dolphins came in, didn't want to go out. Well, here's what they did. The canal is located at 4th Street North and 77th Avenue. Now, biologists think the dolphins, uh, there was two moms and there were two calves. A lot of pictures being taken by sentimental folks of watching these dolphins frolic. Um, And so whatever happened, they were too scared to, well, go back under the bridge and to leave the area. So we had 14 brave souls. And what they did was these 14 souls, I'm sure they had heavy-duty tennis shoes on they uh, got into the water of the canal and they all stood shoulder to shoulder and they started at uh, i think the left side of, of of you know where the dolphins were still in this area they got shoulder to shoulder and they very slowly were walking toward the bridge and so meanwhile 
the, the the two moms, the two the two calves, they're you know they're swimming around this area, and so little by little by little, because of these fourteen volunteers, they coaxed them to go back out into Tampa Bay, and um, so. I know that I have seen the dolphins in canals before, but normally they'll come in and then they will go out. But uh, with the tides that come in, and keep in mind, as pointed out in this uh, story, you get into some of that brackish water, and uh, especially when you've got uh, baby dolphins, that's not the best environment, the healthy environment uh, for these beautiful creatures to uh, be in. And just as a closing note, if you happen to see uh, uh, a dolphin or a manatee or a sea turtle or anything else in distress, uh, what you want to do is call the uh, Florida Wildlife folks. And uh, when you get a chance to call them, they'll uh, dispatch the Florida Wildlife Conservation, I should say. They will uh, dispatch some folks to go out and to um, take care of the issue. Well, coming up in the second hour, I had some. I heard about a story just today that was very interesting. A story among Christians, and it's a little embarrassing. In fact, it kind of puts uh, Christianity in a bad light. You know, I try to share a little bit as we kick off the second hour. I'm going to tell you what that story is, and uh, have a little discussion about the health of those who. Um, a claim to be followers of Christ in our American culture today. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, are we shaping up? Are we not shaping up? Is there improvement to be made? And I think when you hear this story, you'll be able to, uh, to plug in. Well, as always, it's been an honor to be with those of you who are listening on 1380 The Biz this afternoon. Hope you uh, have enjoyed uh, our uh, information today, especially on how businesses can uh, get uh, involved with uh, organized uh, charitable giving uh, that uh, can be set up for their business. Also, for those of you on AM 860, AM 930, The Answer, glad to have you along, and we're going to be keeping you up to date with all things Tallahassee as we move forward. And, of course, those of you on Faith Talk 570 AM all across West Florida, I'll be on that signal. Uh, I'm on that signal now, but we'll be on that exclusively in a few moments. So if you would like to join me on our Faith Talk stations, go right now to AM 570 and generally in West Central Florida. In Plant City, go to AM 910. In uh, Lakeland, go to FM 102.1. And if you're in Bayonet Point in Hudson, go to 100.3. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Listen to Faith Talk, weekday mornings at 8, for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might 
ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com, I'm Keith Peters. The polls have closed in Israel and the results do not look good for Benjamin Netanyahu. Early exit polls are notoriously inaccurate in Israel, but these track quite closely with opinion polling in the final days of the campaign. They put the two biggest parties, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud and the Blue and White Party, led by former Army General Benny Gantz, neck and neck. Neither has a clear path to a 61-seat majority. Yisrael Betenu, the party of Mr. Netanyahu's right-wing rival, Avigdor Lieberman, could, as expected, turn out to be the kingmaker. Official results are expected sometime on Wednesday. That's when the all-important coalition negotiations between the various party leaders can begin. The BBC's Matthew Bell. Former Trump campaign manager Corey Lewandowski says he was never asked by President Trump to do anything illegal. But during testimony before the House Judiciary Committee, Lewandowski repeatedly deflected questions about his conversations with the president. I will not disclose any conversations I've had with the president congressman. Again, uh, you are obviously here to block any reasonable inquiry into the truth or not of this administration. It's the first official hearing since the Judiciary Committee formally launched its impeachment investigation. But in a letter to the committee... The White House counsel cautioned Lewandowski would not answer questions outside the realm of what he had already told investigators for the Mueller probe. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Oil prices retreated today after Saudi Arabia's energy minister said 50 percent of the production cut by the attack on its oil processing plant has been restored. Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman made the comments Tuesday night at a news conference in Jidda. Stocks ended the day on a positive note with the Dow up by 34 points to 27,110. The Nasdaq rose 32, the S&P 500 up by 7. More on these stories at townhall.com. So when people first hear about MediShare, they have questions, some really good questions, starting with the obvious, what is it? Well, MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's not health insurance. It's a different way of doing things, which leads us to the next question, why do people do this? Why do they become MediShare members? Here are two of the biggest reasons. Number one, people feel good about it. They're not trapped in a plan that makes them pay for things they don't believe in. They know their money is going to help people. And the second reason, people save a lot of money. Maybe you've heard us mention the typical family saves about $500 a month switching to MediShare. And one more big question, does it work? The answer is yes, a thousand times yes, or 400,000 times, since that's how many MediShare members there are, and they've shared over $2 billion in medical expenses. So easy to find out right now how MediShare can work for you. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Jeopardy host Alex Trebek says he suffered a setback in his battle with pancreatic cancer. The 79-year-old game show host announcing that he is undergoing chemotherapy again. Trebek tells ABC's Good Morning America that after a short period of optimism when he stopped chemo, his numbers shot up and doctors ordered him back on the treatment. Trebek announced in March that he had stage 4 pancreatic cancer, but he hasn't missed a day on the show, which tapes its episodes in advance. 
Rich Thomason reporting. Cokie Roberts, the daughter of politicians and a pioneering journalist who chronicled Washington from Jimmy Carter to Donald Trump for NPR and ABC News, died Tuesday of complications from breast cancer. She was 75. ABC broke into network programming to announce her death, and politicians, including former Presidents George W. Bush and Barack Obama, offered statements of sympathy. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. An American cancer survivor has succeeded in her quest to swim across the English Channel four times in a row. Sarah Thomas from Colorado completed the feat after more than 54 hours of swimming. She was cheered when she arrived at the southern port of Dover and given champagne and chocolate to celebrate. Thomas said she was a little sick after so much time in the water and has dedicated the swim to all the survivors out there. The 37-year-old completed treatment for breast cancer last year. Charles de Ledesma, London. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York is taking action to control short-term interest rates by carrying out $53 billion in transactions known as repurchase agreements today as a way to relieve upward pressure on interest rates in overnight money markets. The move is seen as a technical exercise to keep the Fed's benchmark interest rate in the range set in July. Currently, that rate stands in the range of 2% to 2.25%. The Fed's expected to cut the benchmark rate for a second time this year at its meeting this week. More at townhall.com. WTBN, Pinellas Park. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the law. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. We're back on the Bill Bunkley Show. It's a Tuesday afternoon, 17 days into September. And we are honored to have you with us. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, those of you who know him as your Lord and Savior. Hey, if you know somebody who is dealing with the challenge of uh, prostate cancer, you really want to get them to be listening into our program in just a few moments because we're going to talk about uh, a a potential new treatment that uh, you're going to want to know about. And Dr. Paul Arnold is going to be my guest to uh, give us uh, a little bit of an idea of what this new treatment is what the possibilities might be, and uh, we'll give you a website where you can follow up and uh, uh, see if uh, you or your loved one might be a candidate. That coming up in just a few moments on the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, I want to talk a little bit about an experience I had earlier today. And it's always kind of amazing when these things sort of come around, but, um, well, let let me just set this up for you and, and tell you what 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 this is all about imagine if you will and this is a true story from today though i'm not going to mention names locations or anything to give anything away 
But imagine you are somewhere at uh, some sort of social engagement. And it's an engagement where you are with uh, several people, uh, uh, presumably in the Christian faith. And But you don't know a lot of these people, and it's sort of a, a get acquainted time. And so there's folks kind of standing around talking, hi, what's your name, and where do you go to church, and et cetera, et cetera, about, talking about your family. So we have all those things going on, right? And so imagine if you were engaging in a conversation with a quote-unquote, maybe I'll Maybe I'll hold that lightly, a a quote-unquote other Christian, and you happen to have a conversation, and somebody asks you, where do you go to church? And then you tell them where you go to church, and the next thing this person who you don't know, who you're trying to get, uh, you know, familiar with, says, oh, I used to go to that church. That's a geriatric church. I I go somewhere else now. Hello? I I mean, why would you tell anybody, especially when they tell you, I go to ABC Church, why would your next line be, oh, I used to go to ABC. I don't go to ABC Church anymore. That, That was a geriatric church. You know, it just got me to thinking. I'm going to step on some toes. You know what the 80-20, you know what the 80-20 rule is, right? You know, we know that people who tie that's uh I was just dealing with this on another subject I was writing about today, reminding me that only 15 to 25% of the people tithe. Everybody else just kind of comes and enjoys the the church. And so as I'm thinking about this 80-20 rule, rounding it around, rounding it off, you know, 20% of the people are real, real deal Christians. Giving, loving, honoring, you just tell when you're around them. I mean, you know, we talk about the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. I mean, it's just like you could almost go up and just pick the fruit of the different fruits of the Spirit, just right off of them. And then you got 80% who's got all the angles. You know, they're uh, wearing all the right clothes, driving all the right cars, got to this, got to that. And you know, you know that, quite frankly, so many of the people out there, and I hope if you are one of these folks, it will give you pause to think about your witness and um, how people perceive you in a community as someone who says they're a born-again Christian. Because... All you have to do is listen to people. Now, I don't have a lot of gifts. Not even good for me to sing in the shower. Amen. But the one gift I have is a gift of discernment. And so oftentimes I'll just read something on a Facebook or something, or I'll listen to somebody speaking. And I I just, just the Holy Spirit, my spirit, whatever the spirit is at the time in the going back and forth uh, cooperation there, because I yield to the spirit. It's just, you just get, well, you know, yeah, they're a little shallow or maybe they're a baby Christian or maybe this. But, you know, 
we are in this pleasure-driven society. And it's like it's an epidemic of people saying inappropriate things to each other as Christians, so-called Christians. And I thought, my word, I wonder if Barnabas would have been standing in that conversation. And Barnabas is standing, you know, Barnabas is the great encourager. Name means encouragement, uh, you know, uh, of a major character in the Bible. Sold all that he had, sold his, sold his real estate, gave it all to the church, the early church that first came together after Jesus was resurrected, and then traveled with the Apostle Paul, and then ended up uh, having a dispute with Paul, and they split up in their ministry duties. They were to come back together. But imagine if Paul the great encourager was standing there. Now, I get it. I mean, you can certainly, hey, how you doing? I'm Bill Bunkley, blah, 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 blah. Hey, what church do you go to? Now, I'm not going to label any church a geriatric church, or I'm going to label any church, you know, the the athletic club church. But but though, those, those labels can go with a particular congregation that could be shared by more than one person. But I guarantee you that if somebody told me about their church, the next thing I'm not going to do is insult them in their face and say, oh, I used to go to that geriatric church. Oh, I go over here now. What purpose does that serve? You're trying to get to know somebody. So I want to ask you a question. When you're out and about, are you others oriented? Are you about other people? I'm just, I'm just saying, are, are, you, are you an encourager? Oh, yeah. Now, let's say I thought that was a geriatric church, okay? We all think things. And remember, the only one that knows our mind other than us is Jesus, right? I'm certainly not going to say that out loud. I'm certainly not going to refer to that out loud. I, I was just amazed. And so today, I just thought I would... Since I'm not talking to you one-on-one, I don't have a platform, but I'm just going to ask you, how courteous are you to people you run into in your life? Is the, is the young man or the young lady at the checkout counter at the grocery store, are they, just a, are they just like a robot? That if you had to identify somebody that assaulted them five minutes later, you, you'd say, I don't know, I never looked at them. I, I never paid them any attention. Are you an encourager? Do you fill people's bank account, or, or, or are you always making withdrawals? I hope that this real-life example that happened today, um, I hope it is stick and you'll think about it. Because oftentimes, you know, God, the Holy Spirit gives us graciousness to say, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know about that church. Oh, me, I happen to go over here to this church. I don't have to be negative or trashing of anybody or anything, especially when you're trying to get to know somebody for the first time. Amen. Amen. All right. We're going to take a break. And when I come back, uh, all points bulletin. If either yourself or anybody that you know is uh, dealing with uh, prostate cancer, don't want to miss this next segment. Got maybe an option for you. And you have to get checked out to find out if it is. But we want to make sure that we get this out because I'm at the age to where 
my 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 my, my guys are you know sometimes you think they're going down one by one because it's uh, one of those cancers unlike my leukemia that comes on a little bit later in life so 877-943-9673 coming up next dr paul arnold is going to be with us He's going to be talking about high intensity focused ultrasound next to the bill bunkley show don't go away be right back If you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. In the ongoing mashup of the tragic and the trifling that is the modern news cycle, one crucial story is getting far too little attention, and that's President Trump's effort to revive the U.S. nuclear power industry. The nuclear power cycle is vital to our nation in terms of the power that nuclear energy can provide, without which there is no hope for significant reductions in carbon output, and the security guaranteed by our nuclear weapons. Yet both are imperiled by neglect. President Trump is moving to decisively change that. In July, he issued a memo demanding, quote, a comprehensive review of the entire domestic nuclear supply chain. If people are serious about the significant slowing of carbon emissions, serious about nuclear deterrence, and serious about national security in every dimension, they should be for nuclear. In the president's July memo, he set a deadline of 90 days for recommendations from the team entrusted with these crucial decisions. That deadline is approaching fast. The time to pay attention is now. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Here at Faith Talk, we are always amazed at what God does at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day event. Spirits are refreshed through fellowship and encouragement. 2019's event will be the best ever, and Pastor, we want you to experience it. So save the date, October 17th, for Pastors Appreciation Day at Armature Works in Tampa with keynote speaker Philip DeCourcy. 
an amazing meal, a vacation getaway giveaway, and so much more. Last year, the room was full, so reserve your seat today at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here. It's Tuesday afternoon. I hope that you're having a wonderful day out there. If we can just get the temperatures down just a little bit and kind of feel sort of that fall weather with uh, uh, just a little less moisture in the air, I'm looking forward to that arrival because the, the weather itself, absent that, is uh, I'm really getting pumped up for the fall. Well, you know what September is? September is uh, National Apostate Cancer Awareness Month. And so let me ask you a question. How aware are you? And I know that as I get a little bit older in age, boy, more and more of uh, the guys I run with, uh, man, th- this particular cancer, and of course, most of you know that I am a at this point, um, a leukemia, AML leukemia survivor. And uh, if God is going to continue on this path, i got a couple more years before the Moffitt Cancer Center will certify me as cancer-free. But I want to tell you that this other cancer uh, is so prevalent with men, we've got a new breakthrough that I wanted to talk about it this afternoon. Now, joining me this afternoon is Dr. Paul Arnold, who's originally from Miami, Florida. He graduated from Go Gators, the University of Florida, with his undergraduate degree in zoology. And he completed his medical degree at, guess what? Go Bulls, University of South Florida. And he has uh, a lot of specialty work that he's done uh, post-graduation. He's also been uh, writing some publications such as an extensive sector biopsy for detection of carcinoma of the prostate and strategies for managing upper tract calcula, which I probably messed that up in young children. But the main thing is he's very qualified. He's also active in research today. Uh, with uh, in cooperation with other uh, companies and research firms, very active in the community, serves many organizations, married with three children. And uh, Dr. Paul Arnold, it's good to have you in studio. Thank you for having me here, Bill. It's my honor. Well, September, why should we be focused in general on prostate cancer this month? And then I want to talk about what we want to really tell folks to connect them with you about some new possibilities in treating it. Hey, well, prostate cancer in September is the Awareness Month. Most people don't understand. It's the number one cancer diagnosed in men outside of skin cancer. And But what's most important, it's the third leading cause of death with cancer mm. in, in men outside of skin cancer. And about one in nine men will be diagnosed each year. And if you extrapolate that out, that's about 230,000 new cases of prostate cancer diagnosed in the U.S. alone annually. So it is important for all men. Starting at the age of 50, if you have prostate cancer in your family, brother, sister, uncle, relative, we may start earlier at 45, but they should be screened at least yearly with a blood test and a physical exam once yearly. Very, very important. Earlier detection, earlier treatment, longevity. 
And I have done that every year, and then I've gone in for my colonoscopy from time to time, so try to do all of what I need to do. Now, what we're talking about today, and get your pencil and paper ready because I have a phone number to give you because you really want to follow up to see if this new procedure might be something that would be uh, for you. We're talking about high-intensity focused ultrasound. Doctor, first of all, tell us a little bit. We go by HIFU, but what is this new procedure? So what we're here to talk about today is it's called HIFU, which is high-intensity focused ultrasound for prostate cancer. It was first approved in the United States in October of 2015, but we've been training offshore for several years prior to that. And basically, it's the newest tool in the toolbox of a urologist for treatment of localized prostate cancer. But the beauty of HIFU and what people are like, it's minimally invasive, but it's truly customizable for each patient and their individual prostate. We can treat smaller cancers, and you can avoid critical structures, which are responsible, and to be able to maintain potency and incontinence. Hmm. So who are the best candidates for this procedure? Are there certain... uh um, situations that are going in within that region of the body that kind of tells you or the chemistry. How do you how do you determine whether there's a good candidate for this procedure? Uh, great question, and a- absolutely, uh, it's best in low to intermediate grade cancers. So it's not for all cancers with prostate cancer. You need to be locally localized prostate cancer, relatively small prostate, forty grams or smaller. However, there are ways to downsize. The prostate, and the best thing about this, if you're physically active and to maintain your lifestyle, and you have a low-grade cancer, this is uh, definitely a great treatment that we can offer you. Now, when we look at this, am I to assume this is kind of one of the more less invasive procedures? Absolutely, it's considered minimally invasive, uh, no scalpel involved, but it's a minimally invasive ultrasound-delivered treatment, and we can be very customizable. We can either locally treat a cancer treat half the gland, or in some cases we treat the entire gland, depending on the number of cancer locations there are and the size of your cancers. By the way, uh, get your pencil and paper ready if you'd like to connect with Dr. Paul Arnold. The number to call is 727-771-0600. That's 727-771-0600, and that's the number for Dr. Paul Arnold. And I want to tell you that uh, good news, partial payment might be possible uh, through uh, Medicare, and that's something you can talk to Dr. Arnold and his staff about. Um, They're not going to pay for all of it, but since this is – a lot of times, a lot of the older guys are kind of getting close to, to, to being uh, concerned with uh, having this ailment come upon them. Uh, there's also some op- opportunities you can talk to them about the financial assistance. Now, um, what would be, just very quickly, what would be the typical, if someone doesn't have prostate cancer yet, what's the typical treatment uh, as opposed to this so they kind of know the difference? You mean if they do have prostate yes. cancer or other things? Or in the so, future, if they were to contract it, what's this procedure compared to what's the normal uh, course of so um, treatment? differentiates this procedure, the HIFU procedure, from, from more standard procedures that we've had in the past, such as surgery or radiation. This is an outpatient procedure, minimally invasive. It's one time, so radiation will be several days, but it's less invasive with very, very effective cancer 
treatment controls and decreased side effects compared to surgery or radiation. You just don't see the problems. You're able to maintain your lifestyle. No pain, no pain medications. You're back to your normal lifestyle in just a day or two. Now, you've been involved with, uh, you know, medical treatment for a long time, and I know that you are very enthusiastic about that. Tell us a little bit why, why you're pumped up about this. My experience, my experience with HIFU began over 10 years ago when I initially was trained in the Bahamas, and my patients had done exceptionally well from that time. I continued to do it, and then when it became FDA approved in 2015, I began offering high food to my patients in Florida, and now I'm a teacher for other physicians throughout the state of Florida. My patients have been very happy with the results of the high food with effective cancer control, and they're able to maintain very high quality of life, keep their potency, and keep their continence. We just see you're able to avoid and customize the procedure for what that patient requires. All right, now I want to tell you there's two ways to contact uh, Dr. Arnold. First, you can go, remember, HIFU, we're talking about H-I-F-U, okay? HIFUProstateServices.com. HIFUProstateServices.com. I'll repeat that one more time. HIFUProstateServices.com. Or you can call 727-771-0600. That's 727-771-0600. Zero, zero. And, of course, uh, uh, you'll be able to get with uh, Dr. Paul Arnold and his staff to talk about this. I really encourage you that uh, if this is one of, you know, your bends in the road, of you heard me talk about with my cancer, this is one of your challenges, hey, give that number a call right now, 727-771-0600, and see if this remarkable new treatment is for you. Dr. Paul Arnold, I just thank you so much for being with us and bringing us this good news today. I know we're going to bless somebody. Thank you very much. God bless you. Good to have you with us. All right, coming up in just a few moments, we're going to be taking a break. Bottom of the hour, we'll get you uh, up to date uh, with uh, a little bit of what's happening uh, with SRN News. By the way, that Israeli election, it is is neck and neck, and we're not going to know until tomorrow. And, in fact, what's going to happen is there's three parties that are involved, and uh, the prime minister's party, Benjamin Netanyahu, will probably be in a tie with another major party. And a third one may break the tie. Coming up next, we're going to have a chat with Thomas Costigan. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You are Bill Bunkley here, and something very, very important for us in this season of, well, September, October, and November. It's hurricane season, and right now we need no more reminders than what we have been looking at with Hurricane Dorian and with the prospect of more storms coming our way. Today we're going to be talking about something very important. Do you have your survival uh, kit ready, and do you have your two weeks supply of food and water and other essentials? Joining me today is an expert in this area. He's the author of the Extreme Weather Guide. My guest today is is Thomas N. Costigan. And uh, Thomas, it's good to have you with us. Thanks so much for having me. Now, you have been all over the world and on just about every media outlet talking about the area of expertise that you have, and that is the survival mode when we have these 
big disasters. Tell us a little bit about something very, very important, and that is the 72-hour kit, but more importantly, the two-week supply of food and water, because we've got a resource. I want my friends to get a pencil and paper to write this down. Well, I'm glad you put it that way, because, you know, there's a big difference between the 72-hour kit and the two-week kit. And traditionally, it's been the mentality to have three days' worth of food and water because that's pretty much what 60% of Americans have already in their homes, ready for a 72-hour type of event. If the water gets shut off, if the electricity gets shut off, all of those, you know, hopefully, you know, not happening anytime soon events. But because storms are becoming much more intense, we don't have to look any farther than Dorian, now it's time to have a two-week kit. And so if you're looking at having the right type of supplies in your home, it's really important to start thinking longer because when the storms hit with more intensity, as they have been over the last 25 years, then you have to look for being out of supplies for a longer period of time because of that intensity the there's more preponderance for the electricity to get shut off people forget that electricity actually moves water you know around the state so that means the water may get shut off as well and there's another thing to think about too that water that is already there may be tainted during a storm or a hurricane. We see a lot of that as well. So it's good to have a filtration system, and, and I recommend having a filtration system like the one that's in the, the product line that, that I'm talking about um, and, and I get behind, which is on BePrepared.com site. And that gives you 80 gallons of fresh water filtered uh, no matter what the source. So really thinking longer because of the storms, thinking the intensity of those storms, and just really being prepared now, not waiting in the checkout line or waiting in the lines, not the checkout lines, because that would be a, you know, a thing that a lot of people would relish, but waiting the lines in front of the grocery stores or the, the gas stations uh, that we often see on television. You know, why go through that hassle and why risk being exposed during that time when you could be doing other things? Have everything prepared now. That means food. That means water. That means some type of warmth and shelter. Having the the tools at hand in order to prepare food for yourself. Uh, Just the basics. Put it somewhere so you don't have to think about it and you have that peace of mind. And what we're talking about here, we're talking about your personal two-week uh, food kit, your survival kit. It comes to us from Emergency Essentials. It's called Two Week Survival in a Pail Kit. And I want to tell you that the food uh, is going to be good for two, up to two weeks in terms of consumption. And uh, shelf life is 25 years. So many of you were out getting supplies for Hurricane Dorian, probably didn't even think about a water filter. All this comes in the one kit that makes it very, very easy for you to be totally prepared prepared for that next killer storm. Now, I want you to go to BePrepared.com, BePrepared.com. That's the website for emergency essentials. And you want to click on the tab uh, for the two-week survival in a pail kit. Take a look at it. It's the easiest way for you to be equipped and ready for the next storm. That website, once again, is BePrepared.com. That's BePrepared.com. Thomas Kossigen, thank you so much for being with us today and keeping us informed about emergency essentials thanks for having me bill all right let's take a a little bit of a time out don't go away we'll be right back 
W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Israel's president says he will press party leaders to quickly form a new government after initial exit polls showed no clear winner in parliamentary elections. Reuven Rivlin's office said Tuesday that his nomination of a candidate to form the next government would be guided in part by the need to avoid a third election after two votes in five months. He said he would meet with party leaders after he receives a clear picture of the results and as soon as possible. Israel's largely ceremonial president assigns the task of forming a new government to the party leader most likely to assemble a majority coalition. Exit polls show former military chief Benny Gantz's Blue and White Party winning slightly more seats than Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud. But it appeared that neither would be able to form a government without Avigdor Lieberman's Yisrael Betanu, which has said it wants a national unity government. On Wall Street, that up by 34 points. This is SRNU. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-500-5588. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. 5588 Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 10.30 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. 
This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity. Click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Then bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he rose again. And as he stands in victory, sin's curse is lost its grip on me. For I am his, and he is mine, bought with the precious blood. Tuesday afternoon, and um, I, uh, I, I just, I just needed a little blessing, and so I wanted uh, to share that uh, that chorus with you from one of my favorite groups. You know, um, today we had. Well, I'll work this into our promo. We've got our pastors' appreciation um, uh, day coming up on October seventeenth. That happens to be my uh, physical birthday. I have to now say whether it's physical, my born again, or my new life with my new cells uh, for my um, for my body. But uh, anyway, um, the reason why that was uh, very special right now, you know, we have our pastors' appreciation is coming up on October seventeenth. Pastors, have you got your reservation in? I certainly hope you do. I don't want to miss you. I, I don't want to ask where so and so. Uh, so it's very easy, you know, you know, if you're first time, let me tell you, our veteran pastors know what to expect. First of all, everything is free, free, free. But if you're um, one of our new pastors, either to come or new to the area, we're going to have an opportunity for a free continental breakfast there at Armature Works 
at 9.30. Uh, you're going to have uh, some free breakout sessions to give you some richness uh, in, in that area. You're going to have a chance to get together with some other pastors for some fun and fellowship and sometimes just getting to see some guys and gals you haven't seen. And then we're going to have a great lunch, and that's free. And Philip DeCourcy is going to be sharing with us from uh, – uh, California uh, got a special message for pastors, and we got free giveaways at all of the sponsors who are uh, coming shoulder to shoulder with us to provide you with this free day of honoring you and giving you a great day. And Travel Cats once again is coming through with a wonderful cruise for two. That's going to be our grand prize uh, winner. So, pastors. I want you to mark off uh, travel time to arrive at the um, the venue for Armature Works at 930. We'll have you on your way by 230, and it's going to be a great time. But you have to register, and seating is limited. It's it's not as large of a venue as we used to have. So go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and register. And remember, you're also going to get a nice resource bag to take home. Well, as I was listening to that and just a couple of reflections about, uh, first of all, I have this experience that you heard of first to the hour about just uh, an incredible, incredible, I don't know, just just a very interesting response uh, after you ask somebody where they go to church and then you... uh, (laughs) <laughs> you trashed their church. I still don't get that. But anyway, the balance of my day, uh, when I mentioned Pastor's Appreciation, we have our exclusive magazine called Faith Talk. And uh, we always debut our fall issue of Faith Talk at the Pastor's Appreciation. And then we have copies available for you if you're part of our uh, our club, our family. You'll have one mail to you as well. We have copies here at the station. But anyway, this particular uh, uh, issue of Faith Talk has to do with prayer. And so we've got some uh, wonderful articles uh, from uh, some folks who really have uh, not only experienced those moments in their life, but uh, I would, I would you know, qualify them as experts of being able to uh, rightly divide the Word of God and to talk, us about, talk to us about uh, that issue. Well, so I write an article myself. Now, last year, um, I was absent from the fall issue of Faith Talk uh, because uh, I was out of commission. And so, uh, but while I was out of commission, I uh, certainly was dealing with uh, a whole new dimension of prayer that I hadn't had to in my life. Now, I've been in deep prayer when... When I was a youngster, when my daddy died, I was 16 and uh, had some remote family members or, or you know, uh, folks like cousins and all, and that, that will bring you close to a time of prayer. And, of course, uh, when my older brother died uh, unexpectedly, um, and he died of, uh, he went into the hospital for, uh, getting some help with his diabetes, and he contracted MRSA, and in two days uh, he died because of the MRSA that was going around the hospital. So you can imagine dealing with that. And of course, my mom passed away, and so there have been times that I've been in prayer, but nothing like being healthy, active in Tallahassee. Uh, doing my radio show from there, as many of you know, and. 
working uh, with the legislation, both for and against legislation, in the last session. And so you get the call and you get the confirmation, hey, you have uh, AML leukemia. Any of you that know anything about that, in the family of the different uh, leukemia ailments, that is, uh, that's the harshest one. That is the big killer. And so uh, even today, um, I praise the Lord. I've uh, had my chemotherapy regimen. I had a bone marrow transplant. And uh, as I mentioned, this past uh, Sunday was my one-year anniversary. I've got uh, two more years to go, maybe two or three. Uh, when you get past this period, then you're pretty much going to be certified by my medical team at Moffitt of being cancer-free. But what about in the meantime? Well, what about prayer? So I wrote about, here's the the topic for, I mean, it's a draft, and I'm going to do some edits and everything. But for right now, uh, what, I'm, what I'm writing about, and I hope that uh, many will be blessed about, is uh, the title is, When your prayer is, Lord, am I going to live or die? Because you see, that is a time, that is a season, that is a journey, that is a bend in the road where, you know, life gets serious. Amen. I mean, we live most of our lives in in an environment where we can, you know, plug up all the the loose times in our lives with a lot of activities, a lot of pleasure, a lot of fun. But I tell you that uh, when you are mono and mono with the Lord Jesus Christ uh, in your hospital room and you're at a cancer center and you're dealing with a very, very dangerous disease, uh, everything changes. And tell you, you know, I did not have an unhealthy prayer life before I went in. I mean, I I talk about the 2080 uh, rule that I did, you know, with, with also early in the program, but uh, but about prayer that, uh, you know, you take the, the folks, if you are a tither, and that's rounding off about two out of ten people in the church are going to be tithing, most of the time the tithers are also the ones that are prayer warriors because it just goes hand in hand. Now, there's some other prayer warriors that may not be tithers. I get that. But, you know, when you are, when you're in that situation and you're asking the Lord, what is your will for my life now? And I got to tell you, it was a constant theme. Lord, are you preparing me to, to go home? Or Lord, are you preparing me to go through this bend in the road, this this dark valley? Do you want me to uh, experience all of this with you? Be open and pliable for you to teach me, and on the other end, then we would we would set back to uh, life and and serving you and. Um, and the message that I hope you'll read later on when the uh, full article comes out is, you know, you got to ask yourself about your Christian walk. Are you a 20 percenter or are you an 80 percenter? Because it seems to me from what I've read in Scripture, 
I read about those who departed from Jesus and didn't want to make the didn't want to pay the price, do the sacrifice. You got others that Apostle Paul didn't want to do the same, and he was mistreated by some folks that uh, he thought were followers, and he even mentioned some of those individuals by name. And so when you are faced with something that is totally out of your control, such as, in my case, leukemia, you know, you really give it all up. I mean, the, 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 the layers of the onion are just peeled away. And as you spend time with the Lord and you spend time in the Word and you don't speed read, just like I advise you not to do drive-by prayers, and I guarantee you when, when you don't know if you're going to live or die, you are, not, you are not involved with quick drive-by prayers. You're not reciting the same prayer every day. It's certainly not a prayer ritual of the same words. I mean, you're doing business with the Lord. And what I want to leave you with today, just um, on a high note, you know, you, you don't have to you don't have to have a huge bend in the road for you to get your prayer life and your walk with Christ just tuned up to a, a to, to a daily to a daily routine. Checking in, asking for wisdom and guidance, not just in the large things, the small things. And I want to tell you this, that the closer that you will get to the Lord in your prayer life, the deeper and richer that relationship will always be and and, and attain to higher levels. And so many of the folks that we know that are in the 80% club. And I know some are listening today and you would say, I don't want to admit it, but I think I'm in the 80% club because I, I really don't pray. And, you know, I've got, I, I got all my degrees. I'm pretty sharp. I, I, I don't need to bother the Lord. I just, I just take care of things. Okay. All right. Well, unfortunately there's another way of looking at that and another definition and that's called pride. And with all the pleasures and with all of the opportunities that are available to us to divert us from spending time with the Lord, you may think you're living a rich life, but you're not. And one day you're going to come to your bend in the road. And uh, would you tell me today, Bill, you are, I am prepared for anything that may come my way because I trust God a hundred percent, and uh, I will just uh, I will just recline back into His arms, whatever may be, as we go forward. Trust the Lord with all of your heart, with all your mind, all your soul, and and not just for you veteran Christians. Yeah, I've heard that verse over and over. You know. Get in a quiet place, meditate on it, read about it. Let let the Word of God just enter into your heart. And uh, especially if you're going through a tough time, here's a couple of verses that uh, I think may be of great encouragement to you as we wrap up our show in a moment. Joshua 1.9. Joshua needed to be 
encouraged by the Lord. And the Lord said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. What a promise, especially if you're in a deep, deep, deep valley. Especially if you are in a life or death situation. You know not which way that you'll be traveling. And the last one I want to share is um, an opportunity for you to really, you know, keep the main thing the main thing. Remember when the Apostle Paul was instructing the believers in uh, Thessaloniki? In the book of Thessalonians, he said, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Why do we do that? Paul says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. A couple of verses to think about this afternoon. And so I uh, urge you, exhort you to take prayer very, very seriously. And uh, for me, it was an afternoon of uh, a writing and hopefully going to be an encouraging piece for you or maybe someone that you know and will be publishing that uh, later on in October. Well, coming up next to my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth Radio Ministry, how to get up when you're down. How to get up when you're down, that's part two of a two-part series. Well, I'm heading up to uh, Pasco County Trail Life Night, and we're going to be doing some swimming testing for our trailmen. Until tomorrow at 4. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.